1-800-926-1818. Just got a new record Decatur at Wilson and Grove. It's a no injury, but it has blockage. Is your mask and hose keeping you awake? Dr. Sandman is offering $500 off the Somnodent, an easy-to-use oral device, insurance approved for sleep apnea and snoring. 350-CARE or randallsandland.com. I'm Captain Nick in the Popeye's North Parkway Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk. I'm Dr. Joel Pickett at the Spine and Neuro Center. Over time, the bones in the lower back can overgrow, leading to cramping and pain in the legs. Fortunately, there is a microsurgery where a small incision less than one inch in length can decompress those nerves. Most folks are able to be discharged from the hospital the same day. Our neurosurgeons are highly trained in dealing with problems of not only the nerves, but also the spinal bones. Take the first step toward finding relief that's right for you. The Spine and Neuro Center at Huntsville Hospital. Call 533-1600. With half a brain tied, well, not quite, more along the lines of just half a brain. And for a bonus, at least he made it into work this morning. Once again, here's the Valley's longest reigning talk host. Hey, we never said he was any good. Fred Holland on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. Well, our old friend uh, Jared Stepman, is, uh, he writes for the Daily Signal. And uh, oops, I, I said this was your book. It's Mike Gonzalez, but you talk about it. Um, you've become way too famous. What's going on? I'm doing quite well. Thank you very much. <laughs> we haven't talked to you in ages. All right, so um, th- this book, The Plot to uh, Change America, How Identity Politics is Dividing the Land of the Free, um, There, you, you, you've been talking about this history thing for, I guess, as long as we've been talking, um, how people are hijacking this and hijacking that. Now there's uh, there's Antifa, which is supposedly anti um what is it a- anti um fascist but it's fascist and black lives matter <laughs> which is really marxist i mean are people buying this i mean are or are congress taking you know taking a knee and all this crazy stuff are people buying it are because you and i see through it is the average person seeing through this stuff well, I mean, I think a lot of people are seeing through it. I think there are still many who who don't, uh, and I think that I think that in large part is driven by America's media landscape, which I think has done a bad job of uncovering what these groups are. I think to a certain extent because they sympathize with them. Um, but I, I think that part of the problem is in a lot of the, the media coverage of what Black Lives Matter. Now, people, I think, when they say, oh, you know, Black Lives Matter, do you believe in that statement? People say, well, yeah. But then you say, well, what about the organization? A lot of people don't know what the organization stands for. When they do a little digging, it, it starts to become apparent that, you know, they're, they're basically a, a pro-Marxist organization. Two of the three founders have even said they were – trained Marxist organizers, they're anti-nuclear family, they have a, a very radical agenda. And obviously Antifa is now well known for causing violence in cities across this country and damage. It's really at this point, you know, barely above a, a paramilitary group. Uh, you know, but I think there are a lot of Americans who who aren't still aren't aware of that because I think, again, because a lot of the media coverage has been quite sympathetic. A lot of the coverage of the riots we've seen around the country that have been very destructive, I mean, there's, it's almost become a joke at this point, but so many in the media go with, well, these are mostly peaceful riots. 
uh, while there's literal burning in the background. I mean, that's something that I, I do hope Americans uh, see through at this time is, you know, look, we've got destruction in a lot of the cities across this country. There's a lot of uh, civil unrest and a lot of just wanton destruction uh, of private property and people's uh, livelihoods that's going on right now. You know, you have uh, the governor of South Dakota, Kristi Noem, uh, speaking last night at the at the convention. And uh, uh, one of the stories uh, making its way around right now, and it's it's actually hilarious, is uh, is CNBC does the, um, the fact checks her talking about American cities burning, and uh, Rachel Maddow interviews the mayor of Seattle, and I'm going, what? The people not get this? <laughs> Well, you know, that's the, again, that's, that's something I think that, uh, look, it, it may be apparent to, to you and me, I think a lot of other Americans, but I think really bad on, on most of the media at this time. I mean, I, you know, I think that that is really part of what's going on. To a certain extent, there's only so much that can be covered up when, when there's when there's literal burning. I mean, I, I live in Washington, D.C., and, you know, half the businesses here are completely boarded up. I mean, there's clearly there's been destruction. This is a city that hasn't even been hit. Uh, as bad as many others across the country. I mean, the, the, the amount of destruction in, in New York City is is, is absolutely incredible. It's uh, it's incredible that the job of the the mayor, as many other mayors across this this country, I think, have really been shameful at creating a system of of well, frankly, law and order that is so essential. I think now we're seeing a lot of violence spill over, uh, and you know that's what happens when when you know there is no law and order when when people don't think that the authorities are really uh, in charge and doing anything to stop the, the riots and violence, you're going to get, you know, more vigilantism. You're going to get more people who, you know, just go out and, you know, start fighting with people in the streets. I mean, that's that's a terrible situation uh, for Americans. It's, it's something where I don't think most Americans are quite used to. There are a lot of other places uh, across the surface, a lot of other countries where I think that's more common and typical. You don't think of that in the United States. And I think that's why it's so concerning. It's hard even for the poor job that I think the media done, done, has done in covering this. I think it's becoming very apparent there's a, there's a general sense of lawlessness uh, throughout this country that's incredibly, incredibly destructive. You know, the other part of this is I'm, I'm looking at the, the reaction from the NBA and Major League Baseball and the WNBA, which has got even worse, uh, and now apparently tennis, um, all, all shutting down until there's, there's something done. And I'm going, well, wait a minute. You're protesting against lack of due process and demanding lack of due process. Does that not even make, that makes sense to me. How come it's not making sense to them? Well, it, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to, you know, cancel your, your own games at a time, especially when, you know, Americans are, are looking for something that, you know, sports should be something that you would you would think would be something of, of a distraction and, and something that, you know, people can enjoy at this time where I think a lot of these, you know, athletes, they, they think that, well, hey, if I go make this protest, something will happen. I, you know, what exactly do they expect when, when they cancel the games? You know, what exactly is that going to do? Uh, I would say that's probably going to do basically nothing except maybe turn off a lot of people who were, uh, you know, who were fans of the sport who are now probably going to be exasperated by what they see from professional athletes who may not come back. I mean, especially a lot of these leagues with, that, that have very bad ratings right now. I don't think it's going to help their ratings when there are no games whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think that it's kind of ridiculous that they, they're doing this and it's really 
what do they expect to get out of it? I mean, if there's no you know, demands, what can the NBA do? Yeah, know? well, we're going to take we're going to take the officer out and shoot him, and everybody will be happy. But that's lack of due process. <laughs> All right, the plot to change America, driven by you're listening to the Fred Holland Morning Show on fourteen fifty AM and one hundred five point three FM WTKI Talk. With the Bloomberg Business of Sports Report, I'm Michael Barr. Big Ten football fans face months of empty Saturdays this fall, but for at least one conference member, the lost revenue means the permanent elimination of four other sports that rely on football for survival. The University of Iowa said last week that it will discontinue men's gymnastics, men's and women's swimming and diving, and men's tennis after the 2020-21 season. The school said the cuts will help make up for the $100 million in football losses and an overall deficit of as much as $75 million this fiscal year. Officials say California's popular Squaw Valley Ski Resort will change its name because the word squaw is a derogatory term for Native American women. The site was the scene of the 1960 Winter Olympics. President and CEO of Squaw Valley Alpine Meadows, Ron Cohen, said the decision was reached after consulting with local Native American groups. And that is a Bloomberg Business of Sports report. I'm Michael Barr. Hey, Don Turney spokesperson. This ad is sponsored by Janelle and Associates Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas. Attention all former Boy Scouts or Cub Scouts. If you were sexually abused by an adult scout leader, even if the abuse happened decades ago, listen closely as you may be entitled to substantial compensation. The Boy Scouts of America have billions of dollars in assets and have agreed to set up a victim compensation fund for victims of child sexual abuse, even if the abuse happened decades ago. Our attorneys can file a claim for you and get you the justice and closure you deserve while you remain completely anonymous. If you suffered abuses from scout leaders and those who knew about the abuse but failed to stop it, call our law firm's confidential scout abuse helpline at 800-824-2387 as you may be entitled to substantial compensation. But hurry as time is running out to file a claim. Call 800-824-2387 right now to see if you are eligible for substantial compensation. Call 800-824-2387. That's 800-824-2387. 800-824-2387. Sometimes life is wonderful, and sometimes it's not. Cherish the good, but always be prepared for life's challenges. Private health care is private health insurance for ages 65 and under with medical, dental, vision, and even prescription coverage. If you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is 35000 or more, give us a call at 800-626-4910. That's 800-626-4910. You really want to help? During the pandemic, domestic violence has increased and is a serious concern. Ray of Hope has proven to help victims of domestic violence for 15 years with safe houses, crisis hotlines, and counseling. Real services, real help. Each dollar you give to a Ray of Hope HSV on GoFundMe is worth 10 grant dollars. If you truly want to help your community, this is the way. Go to a Ray of Hope HSV on GoFundMe to help now. Hope. 
Well, they're going to be any, any sports. It's kind of scary, isn't it? it it's just nuts. Uh, Jared Statman, contributing uh, uh, writer for Daily Signal, and we're talking this op-ed, uh, Plot to Change America Driven by Identity Politics. And uh, you cite a couple of books here, your friend Mike Gonzalez. Uh, another one here that, that talks about race and gender and identity. We've, we've kind of, if we're not careful, Jarrett, and I think this is where people... Uh, try to discount you as having an opinion because if you're not careful, you could have 20 black helicopters flying over your head, right? <laughs> uh, that's, that's right. Uh, you know, and I, and I think that, you know, as, you know, Mike wrote, uh, in that book and I've written many times, I think that there is a, I, I think a pernicious ideology that's been, that's been developing and that's been, you know, very much activated, especially at this time where, you know, you do have a lot of turmoil and unrest uh, that really seeks to ultimately divide Americans into different differing groups uh, and, and to put us at odds with one another. And I think this, this ideology has worked its way into America's elite institutions. I think it's coming from uh, the media that I often, uh, you know, have a low opinion of, and especially America's higher education institutions, which have uh, peddled this kind of ideology, which I think has ultimately become so destructive. Uh, to this country and what we're all about in this nation, which should be about uh, e pluribus unum, a concept that I think is is being thrown by the wayside, at least, again, by America's most elite institutions. Well, you know, and that, and that's where it is. It's it's this, I guess it's hipness, it's wokeness, I guess, is uh, what everybody's adopted it as now. It's it's woke to be blank, 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 whatever it is, right? And And, and it's just... It's it's kind of like, uh, and I'll I'll do I'll take a little detour here. This whole getting tested for COVID. Well, let's go get a test. Everybody else is getting a test. We should get a test. No, you get a test when you have symptoms or you think you might have it, and save it save the testing for. But it it kind of becomes the end. Oh, it's it's in the protest. Well, let's show up and show our support and protest. And a lot of times they don't have any idea what they're protesting, right? Yeah, we've we've actually seen some uh, I think re- ridiculous things. One of the, the the in one of the protests in Wisconsin, they toppled a statue of a dinosaur, and I'm pretty sure that the dinosaur was not a Confederate general or, or anything like that. I think pretty sure that the protesters just decided, well, there's a statue, let's let's knock it down, which I think has become a, a large part of these protests. I mean, you know, we've seen kind of uh, ridiculous things. You know, we've seen abolitionist statues come down. We've seen a lot of targets. Although I do think from those who lead these protests and those who want to lead these marches and things, I think there is a concerted strategy. I think they prey on people. Uh, they say, "Hey, we're going to give you, we're going to give you a cause. We're going to give you uh, something to do." Uh, but the, the leaders of these things do have a very radical agenda to, to transform the country. They think that, that the United States is ultimately uh, something that was rotten at its very root. They think they want. They think that it's time for some kind of revolution, whether that be uh, through uh, you know the process of election. If not, well, then they're just going to do so anyway. And I think that's the kind of the attitude that you get. Uh, from a lot of these radicals who have enormous amount of power, uh, you know, probably more than a lot of Americans would like. And I think we're seeing that. I mean, we're really seeing that firsthand with a lot of these riots. I mean, this is what, you know, these people believe. They want to topple the United States. They think that the authority in this country is, is illegitimate, that it needs to be broken down. And they want to recreate America on, uh, you know, socialist Marxist lines or 
you know, based on their most uh, radical woke principles. Uh, and they're going to do it whether you like it or not. They're going to shout you down. They're going to shut you up. And they think that that's all in the name of social justice. Well, you know, it's interesting. How powerful do you think they really are? And, and or, or you know, is this is this a, is this just the loudest crowd, or or is there something? Obviously, we have to worry about it. And I'm worried about it because I, I believe the deep state exists as well, and it serves their purposes. Um, but at the same time, how, how powerful do you think this group is? Have we reached a point where this could be it? You know, I don't think that these people have anything close to what you think of as, as a majority in this country. I think very far from it. I think even, you know, even those who may even sympathize with them on some grounds are not fully on board with their agenda. But I think that what the real problem is, is because they shout people down, because they use intimidation tactics, I think a lot of people are afraid to say anything. They're afraid to push back. They're afraid to be canceled. And I think that's the, the, the real problem. I think that's why it's important for those who are in institutions that, that, that have power uh, and, and should be able to see what, what is going on with this, uh, push back. They don't give in to the mob. I think it's important right now that you know the good, upstanding people in this country don't give in to the mob. I mean, rhetorically or otherwise. I think that's I think that's incredibly important, especially our leaders, uh, to denounce the kind of violence we're seeing now and take real actions. I think to stop this in our cities, I think it's pretty shameful what has happened in the last few months. And and I think that's, you know, the bad on a lot of the, the mayors who have allowed law and order to utterly collapse, because that's how a small minority uh, gains a, a lot of power in a country. I mean, you know, we've seen this with plenty of dictatorial regimes in the past where you really have a small, angry, militant minority that eventually comes into power because not enough people stood up and, and said, Said, no, this is not the direction we want to go when that moment was right to stop it, you know, early on before it actually bubbled up into something much greater. And I think that's that's kind of the moment we're in right now. We, you know, Americans need to stand against this ridiculousness. You know, the mobs, you know, showing up at restaurants and screaming at people to, to join Black Lives Matter or whatever other cause it is. You know, that stuff is, is very much, I think, un-American. It's this idea that we're going to shut you up, we're going to shut you down, we're going to scream at you, we're going to abandon free debate and, and, and reason and discussion for just simple power politics. We're going to make you obey. That's a dangerous thing. I think it's a very much against what this country was founded on, and I hope there are a lot of people who just uh, refuse and say, you know what, I'm not going to go along with that. That's against you know my beliefs, and I'm going to stand up to it. I think that's that's why it's important at this, this very critical moment. You know, I cling to this survey that said what is it? Sixty? I forget. It was Gallup or Harris. I think it was Harris actually. Sixty-two uh, percent of Americans aren't comfortable sharing their political views. That says a lot, doesn't it? It really does, and you can see why. I mean, especially you know in this kind of toxic environment you have right now. I mean, you know, you just go on. You know, Twitter or you know, any given day, and you can see how, you know, people are, are mobbed for, you know, having, I think, sometimes often even innocuous political views. Uh, if you're not woke enough or you're not, you know, on the side of, you know, the right side of history, you're going to be canceled. I, I think you see that so much. I think it's, it's creeping into, you know, private interactions. It's, cre- it's creeping into, you know, day to day, uh, life for people. And I think that's, that's really something that's a negative for, for this country. You know, we shouldn't, you know, be afraid, uh, to, to voice our, our political opinions, things like that. But I think this, this kind of culture, which I think is becoming 
becoming, you know, these radicals are making us very anti-speech, so to speak. You know, free speech uh, for a lot of these people is is problematic. You know, you basically just have to go uh, with, you know, the, the, the wokest ideas, whoever they are who set these, what these ideas are, you just have to go with that or you can be shouted down, you can be screamed at, you can be canceled. Uh, you know, that's, that's, that really is overturning a culture of free speech and free debate that really is at the heart of what this country is. You know, why these things are so disturbing and why people should be disturbed by these changes in our culture. You know, it's interesting because we've, we've also realized corporations are cowards. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's true. In fact, if anything, the corporations, uh, are, often are going hand-in-hand with a lot of these ideas, which is quite amazing. I mean, especially given a lot of these radicals, they are socialists. They are Marxists. I mean, what what do they think is going to be the end result uh, if some of these people actually get into political power? I mean, what do they think is going to be? They hope that, you know, they won't, that the the woke won't come after them. But, you know, I see, you know, mobs, you know, in Seattle, they were attacking Amazon stores, things like this. I mean, you know, that's the problem. You know, if if you're out there generating and, and siding with the mob, eventually the mob comes after you and that's and that's you know been a truth you know through history through radical moments and i i do think that you know corporate america you know needs to think about that uh, given everything that's happened the last few months yeah and the media in particular they'll be the first ones to be eliminated because yeah we wanted you being radical against them but we want you to shut up now <laughs> it's crazy hey Jarrett, uh we look forward to talking to you again where do they find you uh, at the daily signal and they can follow you on twitter too right you can follow me at Twitter at Jarrett Stepman. You can check out my work uh, at the DailySignal.com website where you can see all my articles. All right. We continue to pray for America and uh, <laughs> without too many black helicopters at the same time. <laughs> it's hard now, man. It's just hard. This morning, America's first news with Gordon Deal. News, humor, and expert analysis. Early mornings, 4 to 6 on WTKI Talk. Got a wreck indicator at Wilson and Grove. It's a no injury. Southbound Highway 31 to south of the Y across the causeway. Overturned vehicle there. Southbound traffic basically sitting still. Are you hungry for sweet and spicy? Popeye's hot honey chicken, a signature side of the buttermilk biscuit, five bucks. University in Jordan, 72 and Jeff and North Parkway. I'm Captain Nick in the Popeye's 72 and Jeff Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk. Thousands of People contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. Join people just like you who made the call to InventHelp. You have nothing to lose. The call and the information are free. Call 1-800-211-6137. That's 1-800-211-6137. All across the nation, we are here for our communities. We're doing our part to get supplies where it's needed in order to fight COVID-19 together. Got to do what we got to do, helping the people that are that did lose their jobs and lost their income, and now they don't have money for their food. It feels good to be out there to assist our community with what we're dealing with, what you sign up for as a soldier. We will not rest until the mission is complete. Each one of these soldiers, once they received the call, they understood that all hands were on deck. This goes to the core of what citizen soldiers do. We are your Army National Guard. I would like our friends and family to know that your National Guardsmen are always ready and always there. Always ready, always there. 
Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. I'm attorney Gary Lackey. You know, you'll hear people say we're like a family, but here at the Lackey Law Firm, that's really true, not just a saying. I'm Justin Lackey. With my father and my sister, we have a special connection to each other. I'm Jennifer Lackey. At the Lackey Law Firm, when we take on your case, you become part of our family. You really do. And we'll always do whatever it takes to get everything you deserve. If you're injured, you worry about getting well, not about paperwork or insurance companies or figuring out how to get to your lawyer's office office i'll come to you we worry about your case so you don't have to when you've been injured we know that your case is probably the biggest thing going on in your life more important than almost anything else and it's important to us too for one simple reason family takes care of each other and the lackey law firm will take care of you the lackey law firm the lackey law family 1-800-4-RIGHTS no representation is made that the quality of the legal services to be performed is greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers to-do list is long enough. I'm Danny Lifford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about a maintenance chore you may not have on your list yet, but you should right after this. Could your backyard use a makeover? You can create beautiful outdoor living spaces with Rumblestone from Pavestone. Create a paver patio or walkway, garden retaining wall, grill enclosure, fire pit, or even an outdoor kitchen. These rustic building blocks make it easy and they look great. Rumblestone from Pavestone is available at the Home Depot. And be sure to check out the project ideas and how-to videos at Pavestone.com. That's Pavestone.com. Caulking concrete cracks is an important but often neglected chore. When concrete is poured, they add expansion joints so that the slab can move as it expands and contracts with temperature changes. But sometimes concrete still cracks, so score joints, which are shallow grooves, cut into the slab are added to give it a convenient place to crack without marring the surface. Great idea, but if water drains through and gets under the slab, it can erode the foundation of the concrete. And if that water freezes and expands, then the Cracks expand and multiply, so the solution is to fill the crack with caulk, which is flexible but will seal out the water. All you have to do is scrape out the dirt, debris, or weeds, give it a good sweeping, and then fill the gap with caulk. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. The smartest man in talk radio. You're going to be listening to one of the smartest people that you probably... And you know who this guy is. <laughs> it's me. He's Jim Blassingame. Now, I am going to teach some kids a lesson. I choose to take that literally. The Small Business Advocate. The Small Business Advocate. Jim Blassingame. Saturdays at 2 on WTKI Talk. When might you be buzzed? When you suddenly love everything. You guys, I love this song. I love these nachos. I love our kickball league. Oh, I love this guy. What's your name? You know what I love? A ride when it's time to head out. If you see a buzzed warning sign, call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. I love your car. Is this real leather? 
Variety and price. What else can you say about Alabama's oldest smoke shop, the Humidor Pipe Shop? I smoke cigars and pipes, both. Being the oldest shop, they've got brands that have been around a long time, but they also have all the new brands as well. I've traveled all over the country, and this is as singularly as good a place to buy variety as I've ever found. The prices are significantly better than anybody else around. The Humidor Pipe Shop, Memorial Parkway Southwest, now open Sundays, noon to 6. Get up on your high horse, Mrs. Holland says he'll get to the point eventually. Fred Holland on WTKI Talk. Yep, they were, we're, well, we'll talk other animals, too. For rebates or special financing options in a new Lennox Home Comfort System, call All Weather Heating and Air Conditioning, 256-852-8825. You can also visit online, InsideWeatherGuy.com. Terms and conditions apply. Alabama certification number 83073. Remnants of Laura we're going to be dealing with uh, tomorrow, starting tomorrow morning. Right now, we're looking at a 20% chance it's going to feel like 103 today. We're at 77, 78 now. Uh, Marty Irby is uh, executive director of uh, Animal Wellness Action, and uh, he's been recognized by the Queen for his uh, for, for his action over the years uh, dealing with equine safety and health. And I guess um, we also have the distinction, I guess, we're not the cockfighting capital of the world, but apparently we export a good many of them. So we, we do some strange things, don't we? Marty? Yes, yes, yes. Thanks for having me today, Fred. Yes, there's a lot of abuse that goes on in the state of Alabama, unfortunately, that we're trying to bring to an end. There's the soaring of racking horses and Tennessee walking horses and, of course, cockfighting. I'd say Alabama's probably about fifth in the nation for exporting cockfighting birds to other countries. And, I look, I, 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 I love the chicken. Uh, but they have to be humanely dealt with. I mean, obviously, you know, God gave them to us to eat, but we gotta, we gotta be humane in how we, how we deal with it, right? And, and that's kind of what you guys are talking about here. Absolutely it is. You know, one of the things that people do not realize is that these cockfighting birds that are shipped over state lines and overseas can carry avian influenza. And those diseases can also be transmitted to humans, just like COVID-19. You might see that a bird gets shipped over state lines or over to another country. Another flock gets that disease. And then thousands or tens of thousands of birds have to be basically euthanized because the flock gets that. So it's more about health and human safety than anything. And sometimes when you look at the way that animals are treated, it's really a reflection of ourselves and what comes back to us. So it really, because we're talking threat to our food supply here, ultimately. I want to I get to this whole thing about horses, because you, you mentioned, uh, I guess, uh, Monty Roberts has uh, got a concept and some initiatives on how to do, uh, I guess, as a, my, my, my wife was involved in the Tennessee Walking Horse um, competition when she was a young uh, um, a teenager, and she remembers some of the things they used to do to make the horses lift their legs and do all that kind of stuff. That has been, sadly, uh, has has been something that's needed policing for a long time, right? 
It has, yes. Actually, the Tennessee Walking Horse National Celebration started yesterday in Shelbyville, not too far from you over the state line. And there's a lot of abuse that occurs. They're soaring, which is where they intentionally inflict pain to horses' front feet to make them lift their legs higher, runs rampant. And there's a better way to do it. There's a better way to train horses with natural horsemanship through methods that are widely accepted around the world. Monty Roberts is a terrific friend. He actually came to Shelbyville when I once lived there about 15 years ago. We started working together to try to transition the walking horse and racking horse breeds away from soaring. And after he left, he reported back to Queen Elizabeth about what he saw, what he found, and kept her apprised of things for the past 15 years. Um, earlier this year, he contacted me and asked me to put something together for her that she was able to read about our entire, basically, journey over the past 15 years. And she thought it uh, good enough to recognize, and I have never been more honored in my life. Wow. So grateful to her for the opportunity. For an Alabama boy. Yeah. <laughs> well, what? All right. So that, that's Alabama done good. I guess so. Um, all right. So it, it, you know, and you're not anti-sport here. The you know, there's horse racing. There's uh, the, the, you know, there's all kind. There's racking horse. There's the Tennessee walking horses. I've been to the celebration. It's been a long time. Uh, not to the new arena. It's been that long. But I remember the pageantry around this. Look, it is a serious sport. My wife competed in a bunch of different shows when she was younger. It it's it was a big deal and i guess maybe not as big a deal as it was but you're not anti-horse competition you're you're for doing this in a humane way right absolutely absolutely i'm actually an eight-time world champion rider myself you know what we want to see are the horses that are performing their natural gait through natural horsemanship training methods uh horse racing is something that's very uh, prevalent in the united states we're not against horse racing but we are against drugging of horses and so we want to see animals utilized in a humane manner and not abused that's all we're really out to do now when you were so you still involved in the sport or or have you since uh or do you still ride I, I might ride once every year or so. I'm not really involved in the in the breed and the sport anymore. I primarily focus my efforts on lobbying efforts related to protecting the horses. But I still have a ton of great friends in the horse industry. I was at the Belmont last year with the Jockey Club in New York. I frequently visit Saratoga and some of the races in Kentucky and other parts of the U.S. We, we've been spending a lot of time on that issue with the death in horse racing. But back to my roots of Tennessee walking horses, this week we're going to see for the next 10 days a lot of horses in Shelbyville, Tennessee, and we hope that we'll see them treated in a more humane manner than they have been in the past. How did you come to this? I mean, eight-time world champion, that means you, you've been, you were doing that, you were a serious Tennessee walking horse uh, participant. How did, uh, what, what turned you, and at what, did you make enemies within the sport when you first started advocating for humane treatment? Oh, absolutely, I did. I live in Washington, D.C. right now, and I would say they pretty much ran me out of town. Um, you know, after I had shown and competed for 25 years, I tell people I retired, but I started when I was four, and I was elected president of the Tennessee Walking Horse Breeders and Exhibitors Association, which is the breed registry in Lewisburg, Tennessee, that was established in 1935, and started working with people all over the globe and around the U.S., and really just 
saw how things were different in other parts of the country and how they could be so much better and tried to transition the breed away from soaring from within. But over time, people chose not to accept these training methods, and I eventually spoke out against the practices and started working to pass legislation to make certain devices that they use these ankle chains around their feet and these large stack shoes illegal. Uh, we haven't passed that legislation seven years later now, but we have definitely made some great strides at improving things uh, through public perception of the actual horses that are sound versus sore and through the natural training methods that more and more people are using. You could you could basically take a division and an event at the Walking Horse Celebration that once had these horses with the, the chains and stacks on their feet that might have had 40 horses in a division, and they may have four or five now. And if you look at the other divisions that are now newer divisions that have grown where they just have normal horseshoes on and are, are riding more like Western style, um, those classes have grown from five or six or seven to 30 or 40. So there's a great transition in the breed that we're trying to promote, and we hope in the long run to see the Tennessee walking horse be the largest breed in the country, which I believe it can be once this negative stigma of soaring has gone away. So, Kenny, I, I guess the question here is, if you're a fan of the sport, can a champion emerge and have champions emerge that haven't had to go through soaring? I mean, are, are the new methods making champions? Oh, absolutely. The the sound flat shot horses, uh, again, most of them are Western-style horses, are just a wonderful horse with a natural gait. They stride with their back leg, they shake their head, and they have some elevation with their front legs. Um, they're basically back to the roots of what the walking horse was in the 1930s and 40s and 50s before soaring began in the 1960s. So there's definitely a way to train these horses humanely where they're enjoying what they're doing. And what you really ultimately want to achieve is you want to get a horse to do what you want him to do because he wants to do it, not because he's in pain and forced to do it. Uh, good point. Uh, he's been recognized by Queen Elizabeth II, uh, native Alabama, and Marty Irby doing his work. I didn't realize you were so in, in, ingrained in the sport as well, which has uh, probably given you a lot more attention. <laughs> hey, Marty, if people want to find out more about you, where do they find you? Check us out at www.martyirby.com and www.animalwellnessaction.org. Thank you so much for having me, Fred. Absolutely. Thanks, Marty, for sharing. I'm Mike Gallagher, the happy conservative warrior. Join me weekday mornings from 8 to 11 here where Huntsville comes to talk. WTKI Talk. Southbound traffic on Highway 31 headed into Decatur. Still basically sitting still this morning. Had a wreck with an overturned truck involved. If you can head for the interstate, you might want to try to do so this morning. The YMCA's early childhood education is safe, quality, state-licensed daycare and preschool. Six weeks to five years, financial assistance available. YMCAHuntsville.org. Captain Nick in the Jordan Lane Popeye Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI Talk. In the Army National Guard, soldiers serve part-time and close to home. My community means everything to me. It helped shape me into who I am today and is where I choose to raise my own family. That's why I joined the Army National Guard. I'm proud of where I'm from. And as a soldier, I get to give back to the people that helped me succeed. The education benefits I got from serving helped me get my degree and jumpstart my career. 
The training and leadership skills I've gained from the Army National Guard help me every day when I teach young people, help my neighbors, and look out for my community. I know that when my neighbors need us the most, my fellow soldiers and I will be ready. My family loves it here, and my part-time service means we get to stay here. Serve part-time in the community you live in as a proud member of the Army National Guard. Talk to your local recruiter or visit NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. ADHD. It's the child who can't pay attention or sit still in school, right? The answer may be yes. Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, or ADHD, can be complicated and it can last a lifetime. Living with a condition can sometimes be a challenge. It may take years to accept a formal diagnosis, and it's not always easy to find the right treatment plan. Did you know that up to 75% of children and adolescents with ADHD have at least one additional mental health condition that also requires a comprehensive approach to treatment? ADHD guidelines were recently updated to reflect the need to screen for associated disorders. Be sure to talk with your child's doctor about proper screening and visit more2adhd.com for additional information. That's more2adhd.com. This message has been brought to you in partnership with Ada, ACO, and Chad. When is a clearance? A clearance. Easy. When is Honda Summer Clearance at Honda of Decatur? It's easier here with point nine during clearance time. Point nine financing for up to 60 months on remaining select 2020 Hondas or 1.9 for 72 months. Summer clearance. Huge discounts. So why go there when it's easier here? Where the savings are always greater. HondaofDecatur.com and on Belfine Road. With approved credit through HFS. Not all will qualify. Hello, I'm Jason Banks, a neurosurgeon at the Spine and Neuro Center here in Huntsville. Did you know your spine is made up of bones, discs, and an intricate design of nerves? Sometimes abnormalities occur that may cause pain, numbness, and even weakness in your arms or legs. Your spine is more than just bones. Our neurosurgeons can treat the nerves in addition to the bones. Take the first step toward finding a treatment plan that's right for you. Spine and Neuro Center at Huntsville Hospital. Call 533-1600. Leo the Tech Guy, and he's really smart. Saturday nights at 6 on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. Marty Irby's uh, new thing song, the uh, royal entrance of the Queen Elizabeth II there. Oh, I almost sounded like the, the big celebration thing. Have you ever been up for that? It's not that they, it's not as big as it was. And, uh, but there was Shelbyville. a time when that thing in Shelbyville was huge. Yeah, they may play this song for him. You never know. You never know. But anyway, uh, look, I, I didn't know he was a horse guy until I had read his bio, but he, but, yeah, he time world champion. We keep it, we keep it well Tennessee hidden. Tennessee walking horses and everything. Yeah. And he's, but he's still, he's, he's from within tried to, re, tried to reform the sport. And there, we've been hearing bits and pieces about it over the years, and I'm glad we had a chance to, and apparently the queen got her attention. So that's pretty cool. So she's all over the internet. She knows what's going on. Uh, but no, I think the, the, this, the, this this Monty guy brought it to her and said, "Hey, this guy's doing good work. We need to recognize him." And she concurred. I think probably is what happened. I think the Queen otherwise has got other things going. She has family issues, <laughs> big time, all over the world. 
What's wrong with my grandchildren? I know. It's crazy. Uh, this guy, Jack Brewer. Um, who did Jack Brewer play for? He had an awesome speech last night at the RNC. I am not sure. I'll have to have to look, uh, look that up because I'm trying to remember. I, I saw him and I thought Jack Brewer. I should know him. And I and I keep thinking maybe he was a, a Brown or a Steeler, but I don't know. Uh, but anyway, he had a had, and then they had the guy that um, that stood up talking about you know kneeling for the flag, standing uh, kneeling kneeling for the flag, um, not kneeling for the flag. And uh, but anyway, at the end of his speech, he stands up. And you had the uh, little mothers of uh, whatever it was, the, the, the nuns who sued and won in the Supreme Court, uh, had one of the nuns speak. You don't want to, but I don't think the, the media made fun of the nun. Good. So far. So, they, but they, they, don't, they don't get make, a lot of airtime. But they made fun of Christy Nome, which is weird. She's an up and comer. Oh, now. yeah. She is, and she's good looking. So, well, there you go. Yeah. So, well, I mean, Kennedy had it going on, so does Christie, yeah, I guess. Yeah, there you go. So anyway, uh, the the South Dakota governor has gotten a lot of, you know, because of the Mount Rushmore visit and all of that kind of stuff. But she is very, um, I, I guess, very calm in speaking. And her, her cadence, you want to listen to what we she need, has to say. We need some calmness out there. Yeah, you know. uh, very calming force. And uh, anyway, they were fact-checking her over at uh, MSPMS or whatever they call it, NBC, and it's a, a, about cities burning. And their their credible uh, guest is the mayor of Seattle. Good lord, <laughs> do people buy that crap? Really? <laughs> Rent to own. Rent to own. <laughs> Pro at playing with the pussycat and keeping you informed. He really is talented. Fred Holland on WTKI Talk. Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. Fed Chair Jerome Powell is expected to unveil a new approach to inflation as he delivers the keynote speech at the Fed's Jackson Hole, Wyoming retreat today. The result? Interest rates are expected to remain low for a while. Powell is believed to say the Fed will allow inflation to rise over 2% for a time before taking action. A $5 coronavirus test has been approved by the Food and Drug Administration. The test is said to deliver quick results in about 15 minutes. It's made by Abbott Laboratories. Abbott Lab stock is rallying. Beauty giant Cody says its sales dropped 56% in the recent quarter and it lost money in the period. Stores and salons were closed during coronavirus lockdowns. Cody says it is seeing a significant improvement now. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosilda. Invested in you. Few know Kamala Harris's radical record with her attacks on gun rights and religious freedom, her backing of socialist programs, abortion, and the cancel culture. Newsmax TV's new primetime show with Grant Stinchfield exposes Kamala Harris. Tune into Stinchfield at 8 p.m. Eastern tonight. Find Newsmax TV on major cable systems or get Newsmax free on Roku, YouTube, Zumo, Pluto, Apple TV, Chromecast, Amazon Fire, Smart TVs, and more. You can even download the free Newsmax TV app from your phone and start watching now. 
You're still basically sitting in a parking lot if you're headed into Decatur, southbound Highway 31, overturned truck. It's got traffic backed up all through the 3120 interchange. I-65 looks like a better route right now. Expert heart care backed by advanced technology. When you need cardiac care, you need the heart doctor, Dr. Randall Burns, and the team at Huntsville Heart Specialist, Bob Wallace Avenue. Captain Nick and the Popeyes North Parkway Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI. Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. We create professional materials and submit them to companies who are looking for new ideas in your category. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review new ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We offer 3D modeling and animation, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to present client ideas to additional companies. Join people just like you who made the call to InventHelp. You have nothing to lose. The call and the information are free. Call 1-800-211-6137. That's 1-800-211-6137. Again, 1-800-211-6137. Tradition at Stanlio's is a little something different for everybody. The meatball, ham and Swiss, the pizza sub, steak combo, turkey, tuna subs, Italian cold cut, vegetarian, the kitchen sink, hot or cold, they all have one thing in common, fresh baked bread. And don't forget those great sides, fried green tomatoes, mushrooms, cheese sticks, onion rings and fries. Huntsville's original sub, Stanlio's, Jordan Lane and Holmes Avenue, and Governor's Drive, just west of First Baptist Church. Like Stanlio's on Facebook and receive special offers. She's smart, cute, and very hairy. Tiki, the official mascot of WTKI Talk. Jack Brewer is uh, is a former American football player. He played safety. He was one of the great speakers last night at the uh, at the at the RNC convention. Uh, played for I missed this one. Played for the Vikings, the Giants, the Eagles, and the Cardinals. And he's a Texas kid. He's from Grapevine. Excelled in track and football. I think Jalen's from Grapevine. If I'm not, mistaken. I believe you're right. I yeah. believe Mr. Hertz may be from Grapevine. Yeah. Yeah, he's an eagle, too. So. Yeah, Texas has uh, produced a few of those great players. But anyway, uh, I, you know, you, you, I, I, I've been consistent. I said I wasn't going to watch the Dems. I didn't. They did not. I, I, I kind of gypped it after. I've got bits and pieces. I'm doing the same thing with the Republican convention because I wanted to be, uh, kind of view them both evenly. Um, the positivity coming out of this convention is is pretty awesome. I mean, and, and we haven't played a lot here because we, we try to focus on other things because you're going to get plenty with, uh, with Mike and, um, and, and, and Dennis and on through the day with, uh, um, with Dana, who's been on fire this week. <laughs> you, you'll get plenty. So, uh, anyway, some of the stuff from last night and of course, um, the, just the, the reaction of some of our media has been interesting. Can we put it that way? It's been interesting. 
A uh, couple of other things we're uh, we're concerned a little bit. Uh, not today. We got a twenty percent chance today of uh, of showers and uh, storms, and we're gonna it's gonna it's gonna feel hot. Uh, then we get a little cool off tomorrow, I guess, because that's tropical moisture. We may not. Uh, but anyway, if if you're wondering about what's going on with the remnants of Laura, the hurricane, which will be. I guess either a low or a tropical depression by the time we get any any rea- any anything from it. Uh, we're looking at late tomorrow morning into early Saturday morning is when we're expecting some heavy rainfall, um, pretty much area wide, flash flooding and rising rivers and streams. It really depends on where this chunk of Laura parks. If it parks on some of these tributaries that run into you know the Flint and the Paint Rock and the Tennessee River, we could be uh, <laughs> we could be dealing with a little more flooding. So, uh, strong to severe thunderstorms capable of damaging winds and tornadoes is also possible. Uh, the tree damage, uh, they're saying the saturation of the soil and the severe winds could be a factor in some of the, um, and it may not even have to be severe wind if if the ground saturated enough. So, be be aware. How high is the water, Mama? Will be uh, played a lot next week. That and... storm surge. They were talking about this thing coming in up the Sabine River. There's a lake. If you've have you been to that part of Texas, Louisiana, where you cross? It's by the way, it's it's also petroleum country. So we might see a, a monetary jump in gas prices because there's a lot of Port Arthur's just like refinery city. Yeah, some I mean, folks are already saying, everywhere. you know, yeah. gas up everything. Because you drive through there, and that's all you're seeing, those little little flames coming off the uh, the little, where yeah. they're bleeding mm-hmm. off the Like the eternal the flame gas. going yeah. on there. It's like a bunch of eternal flames, yeah. exactly. But you're riding down I-10 there, and you just see them everywhere, all the way from Port Arthur into Beaumont. Uh, but anyway, all of that as you cross, uh, cross into uh, Texas. Uh, the Louisiana side apparently get it, but there's a big lake right at the, the Sabine comes down, that's the boundary between Texas and Louisiana. There's a big lake there. I can't remember if it's a lake or a bay. I want to say it's a lake, but anyway, it, it goes on down and then goes on in, into the Gulf. And, uh, that's where the center of this thing apparently came in, uh, right along the Texas-Louisiana line. The severe part of it on the Louisiana side. So, you know, Lake Charles and, some of those areas um, a little bit further west got nailed pretty good. Now now it's, uh, I think, getting close to a tropical, tropical depression. We'll get the latest on it coming up here in just a bit. And Mike will have plenty, I promise, on what happened at the uh, convention last night. Coming up. Have a great day. Go Vikings, let's win this game. Go Vikings, honor your name. Go get that first down, then get a touchdown. Rock up. Dennis Prager, this morning at 11 on WTKI Talk. It can warm a room. It can comfort your tired feet. It can be an inspiration piece for your entire house. Nothing says home like the perfect rug. 
We've all been spending a lot of time at home recently, and you've probably been looking for ways to improve the look and comfort. Pars Gallery of Fine Rugs is now reopened. Operating with your safety in mind, you can choose from Alabama's largest selection of handmade and machine-made rugs from all over the world, from small accent to palace size. All styles and designs, antique, semi-antique, and new, giving your home unique personality. Pars Gallery even offers professional cleaning, repair, and restoration with free pickup and delivery, sanitizing your rug to keep you safe. Come by our showrooms today and save big a fine rug that will create a foundation for a beautiful room. Pars Gallery on Culver Road in Mountain Brook and Whitesburg Drive in Huntsville. And online at ParsGallery.net. Pars Gallery of Fine Rugs. Adding beauty and elegance from the floor up. Celebrating capitalism and freedom 24 hours a day. 1450 AM and 105.3 FM. WTKI Huntsville.